day five, you guys. We are on day five of the Pelvic Health Challenge, and I am pumped because it is Friday. We are looking at a beautiful weekend here in Kingston, and we are nearing the completion of our first week of the 21-day challenge. So these are all awesome things. Because it's the weekend, we're going to keep this short and sweet. Okay, not because it's the weekend, but it's a good information day for you guys, but it's not going to be excessively long. Today, we are chatting all about the things in our diets that can actually irritate our bladder, decrease our overall bladder health. And as you guys know, the bladder is obviously a huge part of our pelvic health and our overall health and something that a lot of people don't really understand or know about. This information, it's really something that you're all going to benefit from. So it doesn't matter who you are, this stuff is good to know. But I do want to make special mention that if you are someone who deals with urinary frequency, so having to go to the bathroom all of the time or feeling like you have to go all of the time, someone who deals with urgency, so that's when you know, you're good, there's no issue. And then all of a sudden, like, bam, you have to go or incontinence. If you're someone who deals with incontinence, so that's when you leak without being able to stop it. But this is going to be super important info for you guys. And it's actually pretty crazy or alarming how much of a difference this can have on any of those symptoms. If you're someone who deals with those symptoms and how much starting to eliminate or at least reduce some of the things we're talking about today can dramatically change your experience of your symptoms. So definitely listen up. So like I said, basically today's lesson is just filling you guys in on the things we ingest, the food and drink that irritate us in terms of our bladder health. I'm going to just read a list out to you guys. I know that's super boring um, and it's so hard to listen to, but it's not going to be crazy long. It's not super extensive. And this is by no means an exhaustive list, but I just wanted to highlight the more common or the more frequently used bladder irritants. Here we go, you guys. Number one, we have caffeine. Then, so caffeine, alcohol, carbonated beverages, citrus juice, cranberry juice, artificial sweeteners, processed foods, spicy foods, and nicotine. Again, this list is totally not exhaustive and it is not in any sort of order of importance or kind of in seriousness in terms of how much it does irritate the bladder. But as you can see, these are all pretty commonly consumed things. And I want to specifically comment on a few of them. The first is caffeine. Now, any of you guys who know me personally know, or maybe even if you just know me professionally and you can tell, I love my coffee. I love my coffee. It brings me joy. And so I can appreciate that if you are someone who is dealing with any sort of bladder symptoms, someone that I'm talking to today, and I suggest or request or, or encourage you to reduce or eliminate your caffeine intake. I do appreciate that that's not an easy thing to do, but sometimes if you can hear the evidence, it can be pretty shocking and that can help make it a little bit easier. So there was a really cool study done. This was a few years back now. I think it was back in 2010. And this study found that women who consumed high levels of caffeine they were actually 70% more likely to have urinary incontinence compared to women who did not consume those high levels. 
you guys, 70%, 70% more likely to experience incontinence. That's huge. And I know so many women who simply by eliminating caffeine have substantially better bladder health, right? So they're not dealing with symptoms, urgency, any of that stuff. So obviously I can't promise perfection or anything, but it is a big factor in a lot of our bladder symptoms. So why, what is it about caffeine? Caffeine is known as a diuretic or it's known to have a diuretic effect, which means that it actually increases the amount of urine you make. So that quite simply means you have more urine in your bladder that needs to be voided, right? And so obviously you're going to have to go more frequently if the volume's filling up quicker. You are more likely to have that urgency again if there is more, um, not bladder in your urine, but urine in your bladder, uh, right? So those are huge. And so that can be a big part of it. Obviously incontinence as well. The other thing is, Essentially what caffeine and the rest of these food and drink do as well is when I say it irritates the bladder, what it actually does is it irritates the lining of the bladder, which can then create a contraction, an involuntary contraction to the muscles of the bladder, essentially causing potentially spasm or just that contraction that happens when you void or when you pee right? Does that make sense? So essentially by irritating the lining of the bladder, it is causing a contraction of the muscles of the bladder, a same contraction that happens when you have to pee. And so that's a big part of why you're getting that urgency all of a sudden. Um, you can even have some pain spasms or different things like that. So again, in terms of caffeine, it has that diuretic effect, but it also contracts those muscles irritate by irritating the bladder and then can contribute to those symptoms. Okay. So that's caffeine. Alcohol is another really big one. And it's funny. I don't know if this is going to date me at all, or if this is something that we all talked about when we were in our youth, but I remember in high school and university, right. You go out drinking with your friends, you're going to the bar and everyone always talks about, you know, don't break the seal. Don't break the seal. And if you guys don't know what that means, essentially what that meant was don't go pee because as soon as you quote unquote, break the seal, you're going to have to pee all of the time. And that was the truth. When you had a night of drinking and you were going out to the bar, you had to pee all of the time. And it had nothing to do with breaking the seal, but everything to do with the fact that alcohol is very much a bladder irritant. And this is true across types of alcohol, be it wine or spirits or beer. Okay. Carbonated beverages. Quick thing I want to mention about that is we're not just talking about your pops and stuff here, even your water. So your blood bubbly, your Perrier, your soda water, it is something actually about the carbonation itself that causes that irritation and can lead to these symptoms. Citrus juice, cranberry juice, juices. A lot of the times it refers to the acidity and the more acidic a substance is, the more irritating it will be. Of note there, cranberry juice. I know a lot of people kind of run to the cranberry pills and the cranberry juice and the cranberries themselves when it comes to any sort of bladder health or when they're trying to optimize the bladder health. But you guys, this is still an acidic juice and it can cause these symptoms and reduce that ability for us 
to maintain a really good bladder health. So a little bit of a common misconception there. And then of course you have your artificial sweeteners, processed foods, spicy food, and nicotine. The last kind of thing I'll say about those items is I want you to think about pop, okay? So think about, for example, a Diet Coke. So Diet Coke is very processed. It has artificial sweetener. It has caffeine in it and it's carbonated. So that checks off a whole lot of the boxes when it comes to these foods we're talking about, foods and drinks, in just one single beverage. And so a lot of people who might drink an excessive amount of pop sodas, those kind of things, that can very much affect your bladder. So something to think about, something to consider when you're trying to optimize this part of your health. And again, I don't expect you to abstain from all of the items on this. If you're someone who does have a lot of symptoms, I very much recommend that you try to eliminate or at least reduce some of these things. But now that you know this, it's really fun to kind of think about it a little bit when you go throughout your day and realize, oh, why am I running to the bathroom so much? Oh yeah, because today I didn't sleep. So I downed four cups of coffee, right? So you can almost use it a little bit strategically if you're going on you know, a road trip or anything like that, make sure you're not drinking a lot of the irritants so that you don't have to be um, stopping literally all the time. So again, I mean, that's just a, a funny example and I don't recommend always doing that, but it's just really sound information that you now have in your head and your brain that can help you with regards to how your bladder is functioning. Okay. So those are, like I said, not an exhaustive list, something to think about, but I do want to say two more things related to bladder irritants. And that is obviously making sure you hydrate enough and drink enough is really important for overall health, for bladder health, for pelvic health, for everything. Right. But Sometimes what people will do, especially if they're someone who does deal with symptoms of the bladder that we talked about, is they will dehydrate themselves on purpose in order to not deal with any of the frequency or urgency or incontinence, right? So going on that road trip, so I'm not going to drink anything in an effort to not have to deal with symptoms or have to stop to go to the bathroom. The thing is, though, highly concentrated urine is actually a bladder irritant, believe it or not. What happens with highly concentrated urine, if if you're drinking too little fluid, is you get a buildup of body waste in that urine, and that can be very irritating. So the challenge is you do want to drink, not too much, but you also don't want to dehydrate yourself. So today, you guys, for today's piece of homework, Think about that. I mean, that's a big part of it. I just want you to consider this throughout your day and pay attention. But what I do want you to do is I want you to go onto your computer next time you're there or your phone, and I want you to Google a hydration chart. So essentially what a hydration chart is, I mean, every medical website has it. I think Mayo Clinic has it. Everyone does. Essentially what it is, is it's of various colors and they, they represent your urine. Okay. So it goes from like a clear urine to a lemonade, to a light beer color, to maybe an amber beer color. And I think the last one is like a burnt orange or a really, really deep, deep, deep color. And this hydration chart will actually outline what is considered normal 
what is considered overhydrated. So maybe, you know, slow down on that water intake and then what is considered on the dehydrated side. And maybe you need to supplement with some electrolytes or something like this. Um, so look that up. I mean, in essence, I just told it to you. So that clear liquid means you're overhydrated likely, and you can slow down a little bit. Lemonade is ideal. That's what we're aiming for in terms of color of urine, but light beer is also pretty normal and acceptable. But once you get into those darker, like dark apple juice, amber beers, uh, and definitely the burnt orange that is saying that you do not have enough water and you're dehydrated. So I want you to Google that. I want you over the next few days. I know it might sound weird, but check in, look at the color of your urine in that toilet bowl and try to aim to get that lemonade color and pay attention to how your bladder habits are over those days. So if you have a day that maybe it is a little bit darker, do you go to the bathroom more frequently, right? What's going on? Pay attention to that. But at the same time, aiming for that lemonade. So that's your pretty straightforward task for today over the next couple of days. And otherwise, pay attention to what you're ingesting. Maybe skip the carbonated perian flip and, and use like a flat water for today, right? And recognize that I know it's not always going to be perfect. Some of those things are most delicious, but just recognize that drinking too much of it can have an effect on your bladder and overall health. Okay. So that is today bladder irritants in a nutshell. I probably said the word irritant a hundred times there. So I'm sorry for that, but so glad to share this information with you guys. And I hope you enjoy and looking forward to Saturday's day six. Bye everyone.